Loud music, heavyweights, strong friends. This is GGPL. We all have a certain ritual or routine or some kind of pattern, but imagine it. You're going to go in for usually a PR attempt or maybe you got an AMRAP set, something that's going to be a little more, more challenging. We all go to this place. We got to get our mind right. We got to get our focus ready. We put ourselves in some kind of mindset, right? We get the attitude right. We get the shakes. We get the adrenaline. Some people, you know, some of us will do smelling salts. Um, I personally prefer the ammonia capsules. And uh, get on Instagram. You can see it everywhere. Everyone's got a routine. They dance. They shake. They do all sorts of crazy stuff, like a bunch of tribal-type movements. And uh, then they go in. You can just see it. You can see it on their face. Some people have tears in their eyes. You know, some people just have this look of aggression, intensity, and they're just going to be fucking nuts. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about mindset today and how that relates to confidence. And uh, welcome to another episode of GGPL Podcast. This is David Hensler. I am your host and uh, kind of the founder, I guess. I don't really know what title I give myself for this thing called Garage Gym Powerlifting. If you haven't done so already... Go check out garagegympowerlifting.com. We got free resources, articles. We got training, programming, uh, apparel. We got the whole deal. The, the whole part of GGPL is to help you, inspire you, and to grow the home-based strength athlete community uh, worldwide, um, build a network. So last week we talked a little bit about confidence and the lack thereof and a little bit about my uh, very abbreviated version of my background in terms of lack of confidence when that began how it started and how that played out in my adult life you know after my formative years as a teen and then in you know my 20s that's pretty much when I went to the depth the lowest point of my uh, emotional state lacking a great deal of confidence. And when my life changed, uh, initially it was through a very difficult divorce. However, through that, I was able to overcome and uh, start this process and start this journey of building confidence. And that is all directly related, uh, related to uh, identity, knowing who I am. So we're going to get a little bit more into this. This is going to be more in relationship to mindset and something that has helped uh, Shari and I, my wife, is uh, we'll just use the word positive affirmations, right? So a little, a few years ago when we first got into this, uh, I guess when we started Muscle and Mirth back in 2016, I was listening to another uh, podcast. I don't remember the name of it. And they had a guest on. His name is Alvin Brown. Uh, Alvin, if you're listening, much love, brother. So Alvin's up in Canada, and he has um, – it's pretty much like a center. He's like a all-around therapist, everything from working out muscle tissue to nutrition, uh, the mental side of it. I mean, the whole part of it, mobility, you name it. He works with uh, top-level athletes. I know that uh, Jay Cutler went and goes to him quite a bit. I know Ronnie Coleman goes to him. He works with professional athletes, entrepreneurs, the whole deal. 
So anyways, what I did is, uh, and keep in mind, this is way back. We, we weren't really on Instagram yet. And um, I finally, um, when we did get on to social media to get out there and be part of this whole uh, internet social media thing. <laughs> so, so we get on there and I ended up finding him and I sent him a message and I said, hey, I enjoyed your interview on this podcast. And, uh, you know, I went on to Amazon, ordered his book and I started reading it and it was so profound to me. Um, it, it's not necessarily that it's a brand new idea, but the fact that he makes it directly relevant to athletes. And I think that's why it resonated with me more so than anybody else who was going to uh, tackle the subject of like the integrated approach to strength, which is basically mind, body, and soul. They're all directly related. And the more we focus and keep them proportional, then the more whole we feel and our strength is unified, right? Because you can't be emotionally unbalanced and then expect your physical self, your your actual muscle tissue to perform at optimal um, levels. So I read his book. And one thing that he talks about, and he touches on that had the biggest effect that we still use to this day is positive affirmations or what we call or what he calls I am statements, right? So one thing uh, we started doing uh, based on his example is uh, you wake up, you look at yourself and you just declare who you are, right? I am a sexy beast, or I am the most uh, powerful squatter around. Like I am the fastest bench presser. I am the most intense person, or I am the funnest teammate, or you know, you could say whatever it is that you want. But something that we started doing was positive affirmations related to the the usual stuff, right? Because uh, I have just as many body dysmorphic issues as uh, anybody else. And I know that's not really popular among among males, but that was definitely something I've struggled with for a very long time. So instead of you viewing myself in extremes, and I start saying like, I am broad-shouldered, thick-chested, um, able to take my body to the peak of performance, you know, say whatever you want. But uh, something that I have started to do, and Shari, hers is like, you know, very similar to that, like, I am a beautiful, sexy, curvy, strong woman. You know, you can say whatever it is, but the I am statements help put you in that state of mind and you start declaring, um, and I, it's a little bit of cognitive behavioral therapy, right? You start thinking it over and over and over. And the more you start thinking it, then you start uh, believing it and acting on it. And uh, it's, you know, hearing myself explain it, I'm probably not doing it justice, but if you get a chance, Check out uh, Alvin Brown, his book, Journey to Personal Greatness. Uh, he does have a YouTube channel. And uh, on his Instagram profile, he'll drop really short videos. They're like a minute long. And he'll tackle a lot of these types of things when it comes to uh, confidence, um, your perception of yourself, the perception of reality. And uh, keep in mind, he his whole experience is working with top level athletes and they struggle with, we all are on this shared journey. We're all going to have very similar struggles when it comes to um, lack of confidence or, you know, the imposter syndrome or the, our inability to accept our potential. And um, the I am statements, I think we all can benefit from them, especially when it comes to training. Cause think about everything that we go through. We all have shit days 
you know, there's going to be times when you, you know, you didn't sleep that well or, you know, stuff's going on at work, stuff's going on at home and uh, different levels of frustration. And it's undeniable how much that impacts you, right? Because you're going to go into training and I know, yeah, you could go into training and people say training is therapy, but fuck man, like those weights aren't going to solve all your damn problems. You know, like just because you go out there and train, it doesn't make anything go away. And after a while, that stimuli, that stimulus of like, oh, I'm going to train. All my aggression is gone. Now I feel better, right? Now I don't want to, you know, yell at my boss. So now I don't want to freaking strangle my coworkers because they're so freaking oblivious and obnoxious. And uh, after a while, you got to realize you got to take care of stuff wholly from the inside out. And uh, I'm not saying, I mean, obviously strength training helps me develop coping strategies. It helped me. Um, it, it was a form of therapy. Yes. But after a while, you got to realize we all have to graduate and get to that point where we have to really treat our mind like the muscle. We have to start training our mind no different than the way we train our body. Because just like with lifting weights, you're going to hit a plateau. You're going to hit a point where you got to hit it at different rep ranges, different weights, different movements, different angles. And, uh, the otherwise progress stops. So at some point we have to own up to it and realize that our mind is directly linked to training and they're just like, they're inversely proportional, right? The, the weaker your mind is, the weaker your body becomes, you know, they're just, maybe they're not, in, they're directly proportional, excuse me, not inversely. They're equal. So the stronger your mind is, the stronger your body is, the stronger your body is, the stronger your mind is. As long as you're keeping them at the same uh, level of improvement and you're giving them the same amount of attention and you're training them equally. Right. So I am statements is a good way um, to essentially treat it like it's being programmed into your, to your routine and think of, uh, and if you haven't heard of him, CT Fletcher's got stuff on Spotify. He's got, I forget uh, he's on iTunes and all over, but the sleeve busters union, I think is what it's called, but he's got one track on there where he's, he's you know, I am the one you were foretold about. I am the one that you were warned about. Uh, I'm probably saying it the incorrect way, but that's essentially I am statements. You know, like you could say it however you want. And I know when I come across, especially on deadlifts, deadlifts and squats are the two where I really have to get so focused. It is such a mental lift for me. Um, I'm not like a super calm and collected. Okay. I'm going to go up there and, um, you know, I'm going to be a, a mechanic. I'm going to get the bar on my back and the uh, squats are just, you know, they're so easy and so relaxing to have this super awkward bar placement on my back and they go down and feel like my spine's going to snap in half. And this is totally normal. Look at me. I'm smiling. Like squats are really stressful to me. So I have to get in that place. I have to, and you know, I am statements are not much different than visualization, right? That goes back to Arnold. If you read anything about Arnold Schwarzenegger or any of the pioneers of the bodybuilding, visualization, and it's all directly related to mindset and confidence. You have to know who you are and what you're doing and believe it. Otherwise, your training isn't going to come to full fruition. You know, so whether or not you're going to look at that bar. So sometimes I'll look at the bar. Uh, and if you train on your own, it's a little different. Uh, imagine like a meet, you got somebody else loading the bar for you. So you're not like anticipating it. You're not touching the plates. You're just like, oh, it's just you. You got all that time 
You're not even thinking of it. You're going in your zone, you know, and whether you got someone slapping your back or let's go fucking get it. Or you got someone, you know, just giving you positive affirmations like be confident, be cool. Let's go treat it like a warm up. It's lightweight. Let's just go out there. Let's rip it. Let's go. Uh, whether, whether your approach is, you have to realize there's a big difference between being at home and the way we train in a garage, you're touching the barbell, you're touching the weight, you're loading it yourself. So you have all that anticipation, like you're seeing it. Right. And then you got, if you're doing deadlifts and you take your, you know, you unload it, if you got a, a, a bar jack, so then the bar goes on the ground and then you could see it, you feel it, it's right there. And I know for me, it throws me off a little bit. It's not the same as the meat when I'm at the meat. And I can't see the weight and I'm not touching it. I visualize it completely different, right? Because it's like, A, they're kilo plates. And I love kilo plates. I train with uh, this, you know, like I told you, those cheap Walmart 45s. And so they, they feel completely different on the bar. So when you're at home, like my visualization, I'm right there. I'm only a couple of feet away from where I just loaded my bar. So I it takes extra effort. And it's far more difficult to be in your garage, visualizing yourself, do a lift, knowing how heavy it just felt when it came off the bar jack, <laughs> you know? So like, sometimes I really have to like, I have to pace around and I look like a little hamster in his cage, you know, like just going around in circles. And sometimes I get, I get so stuck in my head. I'm like, the, the songs don't work, you know, Slayer's not working. And, you know, sometimes even Rob Bailey's not working, and then Pantera's not working. And then you know, wh wh whoever it is, you know, Vince Sevenfold's not working or all my whatever music I'm trying to put on, like none of that stuff works. And it, it, I know it's a bad day when not even Eminem works. Then I'm like, shit, I am just so fucked right now. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get this because I just like sometimes I need that extra stimulus, uh, which is music to get my minds, get my mind ready to see myself doing the lift to really kind of like. You know, I know I don't have to explain it to you. You know when it happens, man. When you get that adrenaline going through your body and you could feel it and you just like – it's almost like numb. You have like superpowers. And, you know, you got like that – you feel it all the way down to your fingers. Like nothing it feels impossible. Like you get so worked up and you know you're going to get it. And uh, in those moments, what I try to do is uh, not just visualize the weight, but, you know, my I am statements when it comes to doing uh, – like a PR, especially on deadlifts, you know, like, like I am the one that came out here and did the work. I am the one that did all the training. I am the one that loaded this weight. I am the one that is invested in this. I am the one that's going to do the work. I am the one that's going to get this done. I am the one that's going to pull this shit off of the ground. I'm the one that's going to do it and no one can stop me. I am the one that's not even allow myself to stop me. I am the one who did this and you just over and over and over again. Right. So like, whew, got myself a little worked up. The more I tell myself, because my confidence is not antagonistic and that there are some people and it's more like the, I'm going to prove other people wrong, right? Doubters, haters. Now there's nothing wrong with that, but dude, we got to graduate and realize we're all susceptible. It's, it's all on our own self, right? Like Proving somebody wrong or doing something because somebody told you that it's not is only so much. There's no satisfaction in that, right? What I get motivated from and what I get inspired by is my effort, my ability, my discipline, my training, my dedication, right? My skill level, my progress, my journey.
Um, it's not a negative thing to look outward and be like, oh, well, so-and-so, they, you know, they used to give me shit because 275 used to look heavy on bench and, uh, you know, four plates on deadlifts, you know, would barely move off the ground. It looked like it was anchored. And um, that's not fine. That's fine. That's not a bad thing. Uh, you know, especially as dudes, a lot of times you get around and we all give each other shit and that, and I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. I'm just saying if your sole purpose, if my sole purpose was to be like, this is for all the motherfuckers that used to call me fat and slow and wouldn't pick me at PE. And this is for all the teams that, you know, would <laughs> whatever, knock me on my ass. And this is for all the big jocks that used to push me around when I was a little freshman. And this is for all the, you know, after a while. <laughs> after a while you know we got we got to get past that point because uh it's bigger than that like there's there's so much joy that we could find in this journey and it's really when you really embrace who you are and find out what your whole purpose is and redefining your why and getting more clarity and just rewriting your story you know like that like me i played the victim role for a really long time but once i started taking ownership for myself um, it really came out and manifest in uh, powerlifting or in my training. And uh, so when you get into that moment and when I look at the bar, especially on deadlifts, and if you've ever seen videos I post about my deadlifts, man, you can see it. There are tears on my face. Whew, I'm even talking about it. Like I get like I it takes so much in me to get that place. And it's not anger. Uh, there's a lot of aggression, but it's not like rooted in I'm going to punch you in the face if you ever come in me and, you know, insult me or, you know, tease me or start calling me you know, some of the crazy shit that has happened to me in my life. That's not where I go. I used to go there. When I started out, trust me, I had a lot of anger. Um, and that's a starting point for a lot of people, especially when it comes to weight training. There's a lot of transference and, a, and emotional places that we got to go to. And I'm not going to knock that at all. I'm not talking down on that. But what I am saying is we all need to get to that point where we look at it on a higher plane, right? We got to find like deep down buried within us. What is that greatness that's buried? What is that potential for us to be bigger than that? Like break free from that to really see ourselves directly linked to this amazing universe, you know, like to be, to be the Phoenix that rise from the ashes, you know? Cause like, we all know what that feels like, but honestly, like every single one of us, like we are that great person. The people that we look up and admire and put up on a pedestal, like that's us. That's you. It's inside of you already. But we have allowed ourselves, you know, like I talked about in the self-sabotage uh, episode, we start talking, we start getting this uh, mediocrity mindset and allowing ourselves to be uh, convinced that, you know, you can't brag, you can't be number one. Everyone is going to get, you know, first prize and you go to the birthday party and everyone gets presents and it's all fair. And you know what? That's all fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? Like we're every single person is responsible to find first place, to be the champion, to make up who it is that they're going to be. Right. It's not about scaling your effort and scaling your performance and, uh, you know, measuring yourself up against anybody else. It's you against you. And I know we've said that um, and that's kind of well, it's known in social media, especially in powerlifting. But it really is. It's all about it's all about you. Right. And that's why in powerlifting, I feel like it's so supportive because everyone knows it's such an individual journey. Right. There's no like who won the conference championships or who's got the division title or who got the pennant. No, it's you. Right. Did you if you got a 200 pound 
uh, max, and then you go in and you got 205. Well, you just put five pounds on your total, and that's all that matters. So slight tangent. Let's get back a little bit. But when you get to that bar and I start doing the I am statements, what I'm talking about is like think about all the training and all the reps and all the food and the sleep and the lack of sleep and the bills and the kids and the jobs and the on-call work and the night shifts and the bullshit you have to deal with and the family drama and the deaths and the issues and the repetitive voices that you have in your head and, and regrets and sorrows and triumphs and all that stuff gets balled into one, right? And use that as fuel. That's where I go. I think about all the stuff that I've been convinced that I can't do, I'm not allowed to do, and I don't deserve to do. And I take all of that and I sit there and I'm, my initial kickstart is like, yeah, everybody told me that I wouldn't be able to do this. Well, fuck you. I'm going to do it right now. That's, that's where I start. So it's a little bit of a contradiction of what I said. But then where I go is then I then pattern the next little bit of what I visualize and everything that I've done, right? So I've been training for a little bit of 10 years total, but only been doing powerlifting in the last few years. And I think about all the sets, all the reps, all the programming, all the food, right? Like all the recovery and, and everything's calculated, right? And like everything's build, building up to this, whether I'm setting, setting a rep max, setting a new PR, whatever the case might be. And uh, that to me, I find I get so much more inspiration about it, right? And those are like the I am statements. I am the one who came out here and loaded this bar. I am the one who built this garage gym. I am the one who did the work. I am the one who came out here with a plan, with a purpose and with intent. I'm the one that did the training. Nobody else can take this away from me. Oh, I love that feeling. So I am statements can be used uh, not just in powerlifting, not just in training. It can go everywhere, right? I am competent. I am intelligent. I am creative. Um, I am loving. I am lovable. I am teachable. Whatever the case might be, you know, and, and, it, and it's a good place to put yourself in to start rewiring and training your mind and to start building that confidence because confidence comes from identity and that is knowing who you are, but you don't know who you are until you start telling yourself who you are. And that's where the I am statements are directly linked, right? So even if you don't feel confident, you can still use the I am statement. I am confident because you're never going to feel it until you fucking believe it. And you're never going to believe it if you don't say it to yourself. So uh, I don't know the science behind all this. All I know is uh, the more I do this and the more my mind gets trained to think that I am like this, where it comes from confidence, where I have the ability to talk into a microphone, where I have the ability to start a podcast, where I have the ability to get myself out there on social media, where I have you know, I overcome all this crazy amount of insecurity and fear. And then I go out and I start whatever it is it is that we're starting, whether it's a business, a venture or powerlifting or getting on the platform or feeling like I'm going to be worthwhile and I'll meet somebody. I'll be able to start my life fresh where, you know, weightlifting is going to be worth my time that we all have those same issues. And the I am statements, whether it's visualization whether you're saying it verbally, um, record it on your phone, write it out. If it's weird for you to say it to yourself, just write it out. I know Shari does that and that's what works for her. 
is that she'll write it out on her. She's got, she had this sheet of paper because hers, she, you know, instead of saying like, I want to deadlift 500 pounds, right? Cause that was mine for a long time. She'll say, I am strong. I squat and she writes in the number she wants. I bench and she writes in the number and I deadlift uh, this one. And then, you know, then you could add, you know, I am unstoppable. I am relentless. I am worthwhile. I am great. I am fearless. And uh, so you could do it that way too. Write it out on a board, write it on a piece of paper, uh, chalk words and white words or put it on your phone or there's so many, I mean, the, the age that we live in now, it's so easy write it on a little card, put it on a sticky note on your dash, you know, and wherever you work or whatever the case might be. And just make one I am statement and start there and just add to it. And you'll see, and you'll notice there's a huge difference in how you think about yourself, how you, how you view yourself. And it seems like the more you know who you are, and the more confident and secure in your identity who you are, the less critical you are of others. And that was a that was a huge transformation that I noticed. Like I am far less critical and less judgmental and less harsh about other people, not just other people, but about myself. Because you start learning a lot more about gratitude and you start becoming a far more gracious because you're spending so much time on improving yourself that in order only to improve yourself, you also got to find the areas to improve, right? And so instead of calling them faults or failures or shortcomings or whatever you want to call them, you know, you start becoming more gracious on yourself and you start realizing, hey, I am worth making better. I am worth improving. I am worth strengthening. I am worth making confident. I am worth being loved. I am worth, um, you know, becoming great. And uh, in that process, you start realizing your whole perception of not just yourself, but everyone around you is completely different. And there's a lot more gratitude that gets involved. And there's a lot more grace that gets involved and, um, you know, give it a try. It's, it, there's still going to be a lot of aggression. I'm not saying don't listen to your uh, angry hip hop or gangster rap or death metal or punk rock or whatever it is that you have to go on. I'm all for that. Uh, if you train with me, you'll know like on squat and deadlift day, it's loud and it's angry. There's a lot of music. And uh, when it's bench day, you know, it's a little bit, that's my fun day. <laughs> bench, bench is for fun. You know what I mean? Bench. <laughs> when people say, how much do you bench? I'm like, dude, whatever James Brown's inspiring me to do. <laughs> I love listening to my old soul music and, you know, like old retro music when it comes to uh, 60s R&B or whatever on a, on a bench day. But the point being, you're still going to have passion. You're still going to have intensity. You're still going to have whatever it is that you need to go to. But the mind, the mind is going to respond directly to what you're telling it to think and how to feel. And then that's going to go physiologically to your training. And the more we train our mind and the more we take it to that place where we are less critical of ourselves in the negative sense, like you don't want to be harsh on yourself, be gracious to yourself. And, and know that you're worth making better, right? And that, a statement that I like to say is to keep your hopes, your head high and your hopes higher. You know, have some pride. There's nothing wrong with being proud of what you've done and the effort that you've done and all the shit that you've overcome. There's nothing wrong with that, you know, but don't let that overweigh you. Don't let that like define you. You know, like I am not defined by all the crap that I had to deal with and, and all the stuff that I had to overcome. That doesn't define me who you are, right? So when I talked about the issues with my parents' divorce and the ensuing issues that I had to go with, that doesn't define me. 
that doesn't stop me. That doesn't put me in a little cell and say, this is who you are. You're, you know, you're a troubled uh, kid who got exposed to a lot of, uh, oh, what the hell is that word called? I can't, where's my wife when I need her? <laughs> trauma. So like, I'm not defined by the trauma that I had to experience, right? I'm not defined by all the bullshit that I was exposed to that I chose to do, right? I take responsibility for it, but at the same time, like we all have to take on that responsibility to improve ourselves. It's our journey, our path. It's our set. It's our weight, our reps, our total, our lift. And that all starts in our mind, right? It's a long process. It goes day to day. It's one step at a time. Um, this is not meant to be overwhelming. You have to understand that most of the stuff I didn't even touch until I was 37 years old. Keep in mind, I didn't even start training until I was 30 years old. And now at 40, it's only been within the last year that I've really embraced this whole part of um, finding my potential, realizing the, the greatness that is inside of not just me, but everyone that's around here. Everyone that's on this planet, we all have that great potential. And we're all, we all have the ability and the calling to make everyone else better, right? To make yourself better, to make everyone else better. Like the, the more we all rise up, like everyone comes together, like we all shine. Uh, that sounds a little cheesy, but <laughs> hopefully you know what I mean. I got to close this out. I believe this is episode six. I'm trying to keep track. If you've been listening up to this point and uh, you haven't already, go check out the introduction episode, a little tidbit about how this got started and where we're going, a little bit about myself. If you want to send me an email, david at garagegympowerlifting.com. If you want to find out more information to host or have your own sanctioned garage and powerlifting meet with record boards and whatnot, go and check out the website under GGPL Meets. If you want to pick up some swag, you could get some there. If you want to be a part of the community, uh, Instagram is linked directly on our website, or you could go to at Garage and Powerlifting on Instagram. Um, use the hashtag Garage and Powerlifting and uh, be strong. Keep your hopes high and your head higher. We'll talk to you next time.